Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 122nd episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week... We are actually having a mm, uh, fresh, fresh orchard monorita. Yep. <clears throat> Made with Tadamana tequila. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're dark. What? <laughs> you're funny. Um, yeah, this is, uh, if you guys remember over the summer, did you get it for me for Father's Day or for my birthday? So initially it was supposed to be a anniversary present and then it came late because they didn't it was so hard to get mm. and uh and so anyway you we ended up getting it for for you for father's okay Day. okay yeah yep um yeah so we use the terramana tequila it's the tequila that uh, uh Dwayne the rock johnson has um it's the tequila itself is awesome yeah it's, it's good. really it's good really good yeah. super smooth um we shared the video publicly mm-hmm but uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's got uh, apple juice in it, lime juice, tequila, mm-hmm. garnished with cinnamon stick and apple. Um, so you don't have to be a part of the Facebook group to see it. But if you like the video, you saw it, you're not part of the group. You need to join, join the group for more videos. Yes. Yeah. So this week we are going to be talking about polyamorous relationships. Uh, we've we've had even from the beginning of us starting our podcast, we've had people reach out. It was one of the very first topic requests yeah for and i was like about. geez that was quick uh-huh right off the bat uh-huh yeah so i mean we get invited to a lot of swinger parties <laughs> a lot <laughs> like a lot, a lot. <laughs> but initially we were like eh, i don't know if we really want to talk about that just because we're not we we don't do that yeah we don't do that we're not experts <clears throat> at that with the topic alone yeah but uh, yes, but I mean, since then we've gotten it's probably about every couple of months. It mm-hmm. seems like somebody will reach out and ask, "Hey, have you thought about doing this? Hey, could you talk about this? Hey, I'm going through this. Mm-hmm. What do you?" Th-? And and it's really just we we have no desire in any way, shape, or form to dip our toe in that, experiment with it, or you know, it's not a lifestyle that we want to have for ourselves, and so we were never really. It just was kind of like, me. Eh. I don't mm-hmm. know if we should talk about it because we're not living it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but that means you still can't talk about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we decided to talk about it finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yep. Are we crediting anybody with this one? Uh, no. It was just no. from another another podcast, oh, actually. Oh, great. Way to go, dumbasses. <laughs> <clears throat> this week's dumbass post of the week says... Can you friend zone your husband? Asking for myself. <laughs> if this is who I'm thinking it is, uh-huh. I'd friend zone that husband too. <laughs> it is who you're thinking it is. Oh, okay. But, um. So that's a fair and, question. And I've told, that, that. I've told them myself that I said, y'all need to listen to our to podcast, our podcast yeah. because. You guys have some. It's. It sounds like some some sex major issues. Issues. Yeah. Not only just sex, yeah. but yeah, major major issues in your relationship. So, 
uh, and I know, I know, well, they told us that they are fans of our mm-hmm. show, which, um, well, thanks for the dumbass post of the week. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so maybe, yeah, we, so we maybe offer counseling sessions. We do. So hit us up, um, marriageontherocks.net. Yep. So, uh, like and I said, it, we're going to be talking is about, good. I know, it's yeah, really it's good. really, it is really good. Yeah. It's excellent. It is a good fall. Mm-hmm. drink um but yeah like i said we're gonna be talking about polyam polyamorous relationships mm-hmm. and uh we we had somebody else specifically reach out again and more recently mm-hmm. that had that was dealing with a certain situation and i think that this situation is the reason why we believe what we believe about these types of relationships. Yeah. Well, whenever we, when we saw the letter, we immediately just started talking about it and kind of dissecting it and, and just communicating between ourselves what we thought about it, our feelings on it. And, and Crystal was like, well, let's just talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we decided to do. I mean, you know, I, I, sometimes I'll read the full letters on here. This was a very lengthy story mm-hmm. um, behind it. But I guess if I miss anything, correct me. But really recap is she's been in a serious relationship with this guy for about seven years. Mm-hmm. And they went into it. Uh, from her her story, knowing that they were going to be swinging. Mm-hmm. He's now claiming that he said initially, well, I wanted us to also be uh, polyamorous as well mm-hmm. and she said basically saying, i don't remember that but okay and so that i think that that's where a lot of people there, there are a lot of people that may not even know the difference between well what's what's the difference between an open relationship a swingers relationship polyamorous relationship polyamory is really the the it comes from the meaning of many lovers or many loves or loves many or something something along those lines mm-hmm. and many many yeah yeah uh-huh it's like, it kind of sounds like you said mini. Mini. Yeah. M A N Y. Yeah. Not mini. Not like, mini, yeah. Not mini. <laughs> many. Many. Uh huh. Tad mama. Yeah. Um, so it meant many, many uh-huh. lovers or something along those lines. Right. But it was, it, what it meant was polyamory, you got to think more of a romantic connection with multiple people. Yes. Yes. Um, and swingers are is just about casual sex with no emotional detachment or romantic involvement in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. You just get to have sex yeah. with whoever. And that really kind of falls on what an open relationship is. But you see a lot of people kind of blur the lines. You'll see people that, that are polyamorous, experimenting in swingers. And people that like to swing may occasionally be polyamorous. Or they may identify with all those different groups at some level. Mm-hmm. But from her definition and what she thought the relationship was was really you and i are going to be the only ones romantically linked to one another Mm -hmm. we're going to casually experiment with other people with sex but there will be no romantic or emotional involvement and now he her version is kind of like he's reneging on it a little bit Mm -hmm. but he's saying no i've been up front this whole time yeah and we've seen and heard because we know other people that have decided to go this route and Men typically have the same reason as to why they say they do this. And it's, I think it's kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I know you don't like it mm-hmm. yeah, when they're like, when a guy's it. like, well, I just have, I just have a lot of love to give. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and it's funny because um, even uh, even this um, this girl aside, recently, kind of recently, I had somebody that I know that it, that came out that he is now in um, a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, like isn't like half of it long distance though? Yeah, I think That's it is. Weird. Yeah, it is. And, and I don't mean it's weird because it's poly. I mean the whole situation is odd is odd yeah uh-huh so and uh and in his specific post he said exactly that and i just had to, Did he had he had he has a lot of love he has to a give. lot of love to give i'm yeah. like shut the fuck up dude no you yeah. don't you don't yeah. <laughs> but it just irritates me and i don't know <laughs> i guess not to i i don't know if i think that people can actually can actually have relationships like this but you you really have to be on the same page everybody has to be on the exact same page and we think that most of the time uh one partner is kind of kind of forced into it or you know well they kind of go okay. along for the ride yeah i i guess i guess like we could try it well in this this girl the, the broader context of her journey is her previous relationship, she wanted to be monogamous, and the guy was a liar and a cheater. Mm-hmm. And she got into this with this open relationship type of perspective. Where she finds herself now, though, is she doesn't want to share her partner romantically with anyone. Mm-hmm. She's okay if there's casual sex. She's okay if... She goes out to the club and bangs a random dude, and she's okay if he goes out to the club and bangs a random girl, or they go to a swingers thing and and hook up sexually. Uh-huh. But she doesn't want the, we're talking on the phone, we're texting, we're doing things together, I'm actually emotionally invested in this other person. Uh-huh. Well, and so I even didn't think that she was, I guess like towards the end of the of the message... I don't I still think that she even wasn't that she's not okay with that anymore. Mm-hmm. I think she was okay with that in the beginning of their relationship, but for but now what she's wanting is for for him to be them to be each other's one and only. Oh, so she she was wanting to go yeah. complete monogamy? Yeah, yeah, okay. she said I just I think that I, I can I, I live with him. I thought she was saying that she was okay with the casual at first stuff. she was okay i thought at she was first, still saying no. that she was she just doesn't like that he's now emotionally connected to this well, other girl that he's seeing yeah. and spending time with and staying the night with and mm-hmm. has he basically has two separate lives now yeah one with her and one with this other girl yes and so one one thing that she had, she was saying is that she you know i mean they've been together for seven years and then now this is finally this is happening where he finally found another romance, mm-hmm. not not just sex. Yeah, and how jealous she felt that he that he now had these romantic feelings for someone else. And she's feeling self conscious and kind of guilty for being jealous mm-hmm. of it. And and his argument is, well, I told you. Seven years ago, this is what it was going to be, you know, and and you just kind of get the feeling from hearing from her that, to your point that you just made, she's always had an issue with it. Mm-hmm. And my, and I'm I'm by no means a 
clinical sex therapist for analyzing these things. But my, my, I guess, insight on it and my feeling and what I've seen how these relationships go is I believe that these sexual preferences, these sexual lifestyles, you can put in really the same basket as how you're predisposed to want to be sexually anyway, whether whether you're gay, whether you, you know, whatever you identify with sexually. I think that these are those things that you're either that way or you're not. Mm-hmm. You, you don't... I don't think it's something that you can experiment with. No. I don't think that it's something that... Well, I think that if you do experiment with it, I think that, and you're not that way, I think that you're going to find you're out have pretty a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're probably going to figure out pretty pretty quickly. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess for her it took seven years, but yeah, uh, pretty quickly that you're that this isn't something that you you could do. Maybe you thought you could. Mm-hmm initially but then eventually your real feelings and emotions come out yeah well in my my theory with her is she was in this relationship with this guy that lied and cheated and snuck around behind her back and women typically have this perspective when a man cheat we talked about it on the on the cheating episode mm-hmm. i believe but i i made the statement that the first question a woman asks when a man gets caught or he confesses that he cheated, the first thing she says is, do you love her? Mm-hmm. Because that is their knee-jerk gut reaction and the most important thing to them mm-hmm. is the sex for most women. they Most women separate love and sex. And I think men are really good at saying that they do that. I think it's debatable whether either sex is really good at it or not at separating love and sex. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the first questions a woman asks is, well, do you love her? And if the guy, for the most part, if the guy says, no, I don't love her, it was just sex, he knows they have a pretty good chance of getting past that. Mm-hmm. Guys don't ask that. No. Because it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, we, I think we said like that they'll ask if, uh, oh, how was he? Or how was the sex? Or yeah. Was his, was his dick- sex better than mine? Yeah. Better than me? Is his dick uh-huh. bigger than mine? Yeah. They, their their com- main complete focus is the settle- sexual satisfaction piece of it. Mm-hmm. For women, that tends to be secondary a lot of times, stereotypically. And so I think that this girl went through this phase with this ex-boyfriend where he cheated on her, lied, and she met this other guy. And he's like, this is my lifestyle. This is what I do. And she probably immediately thought, well, at least he's not going to lie and cheat. At mm-hmm. least... I know what he's doing because she convinced herself that the lying and cheating, because that's what women typically say as well. A woman, when she tells someone, yeah, he cheated on me and I could handle the cheating, but I I don't trust him because he lied and he cheated and he was sneaking around. And they tend to associate all of the actions surrounding the fact that he chose to have a sexual relationship with someone other than you. They tend to make all of the other things way worse than the actual act of fucking somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so I think she went into this with, well, at least I know what he's doing. I don't, it's not a trust thing. Mm-hmm. He's being honest, and he was, even now. He's like, oh, I'm going over to so-and-so's house to hang out to my other lover. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not living together, and all of them together. And so I, I think that it kind of becomes the lesser of two evils mm-hmm. to a point with a woman, um, where they're like, okay, 
I, I, I can handle this because it really wasn't the fact that he slept with somebody that bothered me. It's that he lied and cheated about it. Right. And uh-huh. then you come to terms that, you know what? Yeah, that was bad, but it does bother me that he's getting sexually satisfied from somebody else that's not me. Mm-hmm. And, and because of, I think we get desensitized as a society because whether it's absolute carte blanche access to porn 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or whatever we watch on TV, and I hate blame and stuff like that. I'm not blaming them because at the end of the day, it's still free will and it's your decision to make bad decisions or not. So I don't blame those things, but I think they are factors you can't discount. But mm-hmm. I think because of that, it, it starts to, you start to kind of see the needle move in a different direction where it's almost like you're, there, there's this weird underlying pressure that I've got to be cool with this. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if not, I'm just judgmental. Who am I to, to judge if that's how somebody wants to live their life? And that's not what it's about. It's are you comfortable living that life? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, that's okay. If yeah. they are, that's okay. Yeah, I know. Like I said, they need to be on the same page. But I think you're right. Like with the... With other stuff going around i know that i don't know i think it was a few months ago i i read this this article or blog or something about this girl that uh decided to i don't i think she decided to have open relationships mm-hmm. and um and so she she was saying just how wonderful it is and that it's changed her life. It changed. It changed her, the way that she thinks sexually and all this stuff. And I guess that I've just been seeing it more and more. I mean, I even have a friend that has a friend that is married, and they have an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the husband was like telling the wife that, oh, let's get, let's get your friend involved or whatever and she's like telling my friend oh yeah my husband thinks you're hot and this and that and it made her uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because of that so i don't i think that (laughs) to each their own for for all of this but i think that also like know know your the people around you too and i think uh you know, a friend, knowing a friend for a long time and then inviting them into your bedroom, I think the know who you're talking to. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's, it, it's, it's, I don't think it's offensive at all. I think it's insulting mm-hmm. more than anything for that. And, and I've talked about my own problems with, I think a certain way and I don't understand why people act this way because I wouldn't do that. But you have to look at it from that flip side as well. A guy that is into that lifestyle cannot fathom that every guy out there wouldn't want to live the same lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They think that everybody else is so repressed. And this idiot that you know that's in this relationship, that's how he probably approaches it, is Mm -hmm. I'm living the dream. You know, I'm, I'm out here getting to have sex with two girls, and this is what every guy wants. First of all, I've seen the two cows you're sleeping with, and no. <laughs> that is nobody's fantasy. I think no. that would be most people's nightmares. <laughs> Probably. But second, that's not how everybody's wired. 
Mm-hmm. Not every guy out there has this fantasy of having a threesome, especially with someone that he actually loves and cares about. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I, I think time will tell, um, but I am anxious to see down the road how these alternative lifestyles for these open relationships and swinger couples and, and, and polyamory couples, who can actually sustain that? Mm-hmm. Um, who who's gonna be who's gonna be at a seventy five year wedding anniversary with a room full of swingers of everybody that's all been married fifty plus years talking about how great everything is? Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that happening. I'm not saying it's impossible. I just don't think that lifestyle is sustainable mm-hmm. um, because I think it takes a very specific mindset of 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 the of this. I don't even want to call it the ability because I don't think. It, it's just kind of how you're wired where I don't know if I'd say you're missing this piece or or somebody doesn't have it, but you have to be able to not have the ability. You have to be able to shut off and completely disconnect emotions from sex. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's people that can do it. I know that there's people out there that are like, sex is not meaningful. And I know that there are people that look at these relationships and say, look, what I get out of this is your companionship, your sense of humor, your intelligence, your love, your admiration, the time we spend together, the commonalities we have in music and movies and TV and food. And all of that's more important to me than the actual act of having sex with you. Mm -hmm. I'm not like that. Mm Mm-mm. You're not like that. No. And there's a lot of people that aren't like that, but there are some that are. And they have the ability to completely separate sexual satisfaction with emotional satisfaction in a partner. Mm-hmm. Where they just don't see sex with someone else as a threat to their relationship. And I, you have to, going back to what you said about being on the same page... Your partner has to be wired the exact same way. Mm-hmm, exactly. Nobody should tolerate a lifestyle. No. Nobody should have to feel like that lifestyle is a sacrifice. So if you're in that relationship and you're like, I've gotten used to it, or I wasn't comfortable at first, that's reluctancy. Mm-hmm. And it's you're not wired that way. And that's okay. You don't have to feel bad. You don't have to feel like, well, I'm so closed-minded. I just, I don't know why I can't get over the fact of my my husband banging other girls. You know, don't feel bad about that. There's nothing to feel bad about. Yeah, no, um, there isn't. And it's okay that that's not your lifestyle. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so, so this girl just, she felt, it's almost like she felt guilty. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's nothing to feel guilty about. Mm-mm. But I, I do think that someone like that I don't think she was hard pressured into doing this. I think that based on what happened to her previously and based on finding a guy that she she had her mental pros and cons list and said, well, he's got 25 pros and one con. He likes to sleep with other people. He's honest about it. So I can still move being honest over to the pro side. Mm-hmm. He's not distrusting. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. And that's the decision she made. And And that's a big one single con to have. Yeah. In a relationship. I mean, we've talked about it on here that infidelity is probably the only thing that would end our relationship. Yeah. But that's the thing is like being in a relationship like that. They don't look at it It's not infidelity. considered infidelity at mm-hmm. all. Um, I guess like going back to the, to the, um, I don't know how you were saying about the, 
you know, you don't want to blame the TV and stuff like that or, or anything like that. But, um, we recently, we recently watched a porn that... <laughs> You're going to bring this up on the podcast? <laughs> that, that had, so it was... It's based on a book. Yes. It was based on a very popular, I can't remember the name of the, I don't remember the name of the book. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's the same name of the movie or not. I don't know either. But it's an actual, it's an actual story. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a full story about this husband and wife. They, they are in love and they are, have an awesome sex life and, uh, and they try new things all the time and. He ends up taking her to this little bed and breakfast and come to find out the bed and breakfast is a swingers swingers. getaway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, I mean, they, as far as porns go, they ease into it. Yeah. They, they show up at the resort and then the first step is some flirtatious stuff. And then they watch, they watch this other couple have a threesome Mm -hmm. and then then they experiment with them having a free threesome with another woman, the yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. And then they experiment with them having a threesome with a guy. And so I think we've tried to watch it like four or five times. And <laughs> so we, we, gotta, we haven't we, finished we haven't it. Finished it. <laughs> but I, I think that it takes a very special type of mind to be able to do that. And once again, I, I don't think it's something you can manufacture or create i think it's just how you have to be made you mm-hmm. you have to have that mental disassociation i mean even if you, even if you're going back to the porn i mean i know that there's there's one very famous female porn actress that has been um i think the first time i ever heard about polyamory it was from her and her husband in an interview talking about it. and this was years ago mm-hmm. and i was like what the fuck is that i didn't even know what she meant um but she is married to someone who gets it mm-hmm. that's he's okay he's okay that she was a porn star for 40 years of her life he's okay that she still wants to have sex with other guys and girls because he likes to watch um he doesn't seem miserable she doesn't seem miserable they both are on the same page and they have this to most people this weird relationship but for them it just feels normal mm-hmm. and they've been married for a very long time yeah and i think even even in the porn industry what you tend to see are I, I, even with that, I think that their relationship is the exception. Even in the porn industry, I think that's the exception. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, what you find out, even in the porn industry, are this is where I this is where I, I, I feel like I have a pretty good argument for you can't separate sex and emotion. Why do porn stars end up together? Mm-hmm. There's something that happens, even during a filmed sexual scene, that there was some kind of spark or connection. That said, wow, that meant more than just paid sex with mm-hmm. other people. Let's start seeing each other. Now, 99.9% of those relationships don't last. Yeah. Because as soon as you start to get emotionally connected, it's like, no, 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 no. I don't want you having sex with other dudes. Mm-hmm. I don't want you having sex with other girls. I don't, you know, and you start setting those limitations. And I think even in that industry, they go into it with, well, I'm very open-minded. It's just my body. It's not my heart. But as soon as your heart gets invested... In someone, that person that you were having sex with being paid on camera to do so, says, well, if she felt that way with me, 
What happens when she sleeps with somebody else and feels that connection? I know, exactly. And and I think that that's where your heart does get involved. No matter how much you don't want it to, there is just such a small percentage that have the ability to not allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just think, going back to the original thing that you said, somebody's always, it just seems in all of these relationships, the people that we've talked to, the people that have reached out, and what you tend to see is one of the partners got dragged into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And, and I know that I know that there's going to be like if if anybody that is in a polyamorous relationship is listening to this right now, they're going to be like, "You guys are wrong. You guys are so wrong. Well, you guys that, don't know shit about this." Well, we don't know shit about well, it. I, I'm but, given the exception. There has to be people that can't. Yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible. Uh-huh. I just, and once again, if you're sitting there saying, no, we are like this, that you're proving my point. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. You you are like that. If you enjoy it, there is no strings attached to the heart strings and the sexual strings. You're in that half a percent that I think can actually pull it off. I'm yeah. not saying it's impossible. Yeah. What I'm saying is based on what we have seen, who we've talked to, and what we've been exposed to, is most of the time that is not the case. Yes. Yeah. I Somebody exactly. went into it reluctantly. Uh-huh. Not that they were forced, not that they were peer pressured. It was that toss up of mm-hmm. well maybe it's not that bad. Right. Well, okay, so like going back to to the reason why I bought, brought up the porn in the first place was it's like people if someone were to see that porn and be like, "Oh, wow, like that that is really, that's really hot. I wonder if we should try that type thing. They, and then they, they go for it and mm-hmm. they try it and then they realize, oh my gosh, this was a big mistake. They, but they see that porn and it's like, um, I'm trying to think of the, of the right word, like glam, glamour. I don't know. Like it's glamorized. I, I mean, it is, it, it's. It's a fantasy. Yeah. It's, it's a false expectation of what could really happen. <laughs> yes. And so I think that, you know, they they look at that and they're like, huh, well, maybe we could do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I mean, they look happy, right? <laughs> it's yeah. like it's it's a movie. It's a story. Mm-hmm. And a very, a very, very, very small percentage of people can actually pull it off and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And it goes, I think it still would tie into what we say and believe about our own relationship and all relationships. It would have to be effortless. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't take hard work to be in a polyamorous relationship. Right. It shouldn't take hard work to be a swinger. It shouldn't take hard work to be an open relationship. If you find yourself struggling and it's a lot of hard work to maintain sanity and stifle jealousy and emotions you're feeling... It's a bad relationship. Yeah. And maybe it's a bad relationship because that's not the type of relationship you should be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, there was one point in your previous relationship where your ex wanted to explore oh, an open relationship, yeah, right? Yeah, she, she we never really had a full conversation. She just, she brought it up one day. It mm-hmm. was in the middle of, you know, a lengthy sex drought. Mm. and I was trying to fight about that, and she was like, well, how, why don't you just go get a girlfriend, and we just have an open relationship? That was her statement, and Uh-oh. I was like, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. 
Yeah. And that was it. I mean, we never really explored it or talked about it any, right. any further. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I like my sex like I like my basketball. One-on-one with as little dribbling as possible. <laughs> I know. Well, and like, even, uh, <laughs> even like with us, like watching watching that porn and stuff i mean we we like to watch porn Mm -hmm. and it's fun every once in a while you do that's your lifestyle (laughs) and and like just watching it and then uh and i'm just thinking in my head yes that's that would never i would not like that oh hell no i'm not gonna share seth with anybody right (laughs) um and i know that that's probably what other women would say too yeah but um but yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, with these kinds of relationships, I it really I feel bad because I I think that I sound like I judgy. Mm, yeah, maybe judgy or not open minded at all. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just I guess it's not like that. It's I just that's just not who I am. It's not what I believe. <clears throat> That a relationship should be, and but it, and it's not. I I've never had this. Even even if I'm like, yeah, I'm not into that. I'm not. It's not a judgment call that I think that. Oh, you're into that. There's yeah. something wrong with you. Right. No. I don't feel that way in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I I I I really truly believe that you're into what you're into. But I also truly believe that you're not into what you're not into, mm-hmm. and you can't force one or the other i mean you see these guys that that get married and they have kids and they're like man i i I think i'm gay i'm pretty sure i've been gay forever yeah i'm gay Mm -hmm. and they get divorced and it's not that they turned gay after they got married they've been they've always been that way and you see the same thing with these type relationships a guy tries to be monogamous settles down gets married it's like man I, i just i really want multiple connections I really want to have different levels of romantic involvement with other people. And I'm not giving an excuse for cheating. Mm-hmm. But they somehow get out of the relationship. And then they go into this. It's like, you know what? This is how I've always felt. This feels right to me. And I'm completely supportive of that. I mm-hmm. think that that is okay. But once again, you can't force a reluctant partner into anything. You could apply that to anything mm-hmm. sexually. I and mean, we talked about it on here with people that... Are just women that are flat out no, we aren't doing anal. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about the the hangups in the bedroom, but I, I think that it's the same type of concept of you're either into it or not. Yeah, it's what you like sexually or it's not. Mm-hmm. Some people like bondage. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. I'm too ticklish for that shit. My arm goes numb. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> My arm goes numb. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, 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 I think that to each their own, but it really needs to be to each relationship their own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, well, I think that. Yeah. I think that if they they have to be on the exact same page, <laughs> and and um, and I think that. It's it's just not something that you can just kind of like you said try kind of willy nilly or up in the air. I think it's very dangerous to experiment with, and and the experiment has has to go back to same page, but it has to be a mutual agreement. 
It shouldn't be coaxing. It shouldn't be, well, it's my birthday and I've always had this fantasy and you don't, if you cared about me, you would let me do this. And mm-hmm. that's too much. Mm-hmm. Nope, it shouldn't be that. I think that there is there are couples that can have that organic conversation. Say, so, you know what? Have you thought about that? Do you think that is that something you would like? Mm-hmm. And I think that's how you approach every type of sexual exploration you want to have with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about it. Talk about it. I mean, in in the porn movie you're talking about, I don't I, I don't recommend whisking your wife off unknowingly to a swingers club no. to see if she's into it. Gosh, I know. Bad move. <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I think having the conversation would be at least the first step mm-hmm. of talking. Well, hey, have you, you know, you watch that, you watch that porn. Hey, that, that's a threesome. And I think guys are so short-sighted with it. Guys that want, there are guys that are like, I want to share my wife. I think that's hot. Mm-hmm. Once again, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. But then there's a lot of guys that are like, no, I want a threesome. When I mean a threesome, I mean I just want to be with two girls. Mm-hmm. And you can't go into it that way unless your wife has zero desire to ever be with another guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so you that's, that's something that if you're going to have that conversation and you're going to want to head down that path, you need to be fully aware that that threesome circle can come all the way back around. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not a lot of guys that are like that. There, there are guys that are like, well, hell no, I wouldn't want to have a threesome with me and another dude, my wife, mm-hmm. for whatever reason right. they, they think. and But they don't bat an eye that, well, it's different when it's two girls. Okay. Yeah, dude. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, there was, do you remember that movie? Uh, I always, whenever like a swingers thing type comes up or anything... I always think about that movie, Summer of Sam. Do you remember? Did you ever watch that? With John Leguizamo yeah. and Adrian Brody? Yeah. And uh, how they go to a swingers club or whatever. And initially she's like kind of reluctant to do mm-hmm. it. And then he's like really like for it. Like, oh yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. And then after it's done and she has sex with some dude... He gets all mad, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Like what the fuck? Why did you like having sex with him? Right? Did you like him fucking you more than me when it was his idea? Yeah. yeah. And I, that, I mean, that's every time I I think of swinger stuff, I always think back to that movie, and that was I saw that a long freaking time ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just always something that has stuck with me because I think that. A lot of people would react that, would be, that yeah, way. That would be the end result for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, a, if you're not 100% positive, that's a pretty risky gamble to take. I mean, I, I think about the speech that Joey Lauren Adams gives in, oh, in Chasing, Chasing Amy, Amy when Ben Affleck wants to have the threesome. And she's like, what if I look at him a different way? Or what if I make a different sound? What if I start to fall for him? Because, and she, I think she does the best job of the argument against the casual let's just try it i've had a fantasy threesome type of thing uh-huh. and you know ben affleck's character really thought it was a solution to a problem yeah it wasn't just to experiment or to i know i was like just shaking my head the whole time when he's like telling her this like trying thing. to justify it and i'm like dude what the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. no she's gonna get mad at you <laughs> 
Yep, and it ended the relationship. They didn't even do it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's another thing you got to be aware of. The, the mere conversation and suggestion of it could be detrimental to your relationship. Yeah. But you don't know if you don't have the conversation. Yeah, that's true. And that's where I think with any of it... Well, I think that it's a hard conversation to have, though, honestly, with people like... Because you can't just casually bring that up if you're in a monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well, what do you think? And, I mean, for me, I would be like... I would be really like, why... Why? Well, I think part how of long is, have you been thinking about this? But I think part of that is knowing your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that you. I mean, you should. I don't know. I mean, I I would apply that to anything sexually. Mm-hmm. I think that if if you have an open enough conversation and communication with your partner, there shouldn't be anything that's off limits just to have the conversation about. Mm-hmm. Um. And even if it's not somebody actually suggesting it, it's just what's your thoughts about that? Do you think that that's, you know, I mean, you should know, I think you should have a pretty good sense of your partner whether they would be into that or not. Mm-hmm. But if you're watching porn and the only time your wife like initiates when you're watching the movie is when some chick's getting double stuffed, maybe she's into that. <laughs> If the threesome comes on and she's like, fast forward through this, mm-hmm. she's not into that. Yeah. So have a clue, uh-huh. at least. But I, that's the other thing I, I, I don't get is, wouldn't you think that most people that are into that lifestyle would be selective at the dating pool they're even looking at in the first place? I mean, is there really this desire to like recruit new members? Or convert people to this, or, 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 or do, do those people that? And this is a question I would have for somebody that is is truly a polyamorous type of individual. I would assume you've always known, or at least had a pretty good gauge that that's how you wanted to live your life. And because of that, maybe you had to go through something where you had to repress that. And so, do you think that that's what other people are doing? Mm-hmm. That like, well, I've I've repressed. I had to repress this, and and not live my sexual life the way I wanted to and now I'm able to and I think there's a lot of people that are doing that. And so it's kinda like well let's you know throw a big fish net out there and see what we can get and because mm-hmm. you may just be repressing it. Um so I don't know if that's that's if that's the angle to it. I mean you wouldn't see you wouldn't see, and I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but you you wouldn't see gay guys at a straight club actively trying to recruit straight men just on the off chance that they may be gay. Yeah, I know. That's true. And so that that's what I'm... I mean, if you've got a Tinder profile, you may want to put that top polyamorous. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. And well, if you're not, then don't swipe on it. <laughs> well, I'm sure that they they probably have, like, uh, their own apps and... Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That so that, stuff, but, so. but you go back to the story from the girl, uh-huh. and it's like, well... How did you get into this? Because the way she tells it is, I met this guy, and then he told me about his lifestyle. Uh-huh. And it was really like, well, I don't want to, I like this guy, I want to, I don't know where this could go, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. It's like, do you like Chinese food? Well, it's not that great, but yeah, if you like it, I'm into that. It didn't seem like she, it didn't seem like it was her lifestyle choice. Yeah, to begin with. Yeah, and right. so that that's where I'm like, well, how, how did you even meet? Mm-hmm. 
You know, wow. is it somebody that you met at work and you developed a connection with? And I mean, and I guess that that's a good what if. I mean, if you and I had connected and you started to develop feelings for me and I started to develop feelings for you and I said, hey, um, you know, I really like you. This is my lifestyle. I mean, are, I, I know there's people. I'm one of those guys. Who'd be like, oh, good luck. That's uh-huh. it. I, I'm not. I don't know. But I know that there are a lot of women that would already be so emotionally attached at that point that they wouldn't want to walk away. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's that, well, maybe once he's with me, he won't want to do that anymore. And then (laughs) that that never happens. I know. You know, that is like, that's one thing that a lot of women do with a lot of things anyway. You know, I mean, I think we've talked about it with the, I think it gets better, right? My gosh, all that agave was at the bottom. Oh. (laughs) And it tastes like just sweet apple juice like, like you look at it at the bottom you can see oh it. wow yeah see it all on there yeah uh i need another one of these i know right good yeah man. i need one too um but i'm what sorry was I I you were talking about how they're like you're saying how you think a lot of women go into a thing and they'll, they'll, they'll oh change yeah that. yeah with the yeah i'll change it'll change your mind but you know about kids or a lot of different things women think that oh I'll be good enough. I'll be good enough for him. And that's kind of what she... Well, she how said she that, seemed. Yeah. That they had kind of a, a and, breakdown moment. And she told him, or she asked him, am I not good enough for you? Yeah. And will I ever be enough? Mm-hmm. And that tells me right there that you, you went into this knowing that this isn't the life you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's... There's not a whole lot, and, and every time that somebody reaches out to us about this kind of topic, you know, most of the time we're like, you know, honestly, we can't really give you a whole lot of of um, advice. Yeah, because I don't have an experience. Because we don't have the personal experiences mm-hmm. with it, um, and there's nothing that we could really tell her <laughs> other than kind of uh evaluate yourself and and if you really are if you really want a polyamorous well, yeah. or even swingers type relationship what are you getting out of this relationship right now mm-hmm. what needs are being met of yours right now and i think that list right now is probably pretty low yeah she's lonely mm-hmm. she the one person that she wants to be with more than anybody wants to be with other people it's not that he doesn't want to be with her but he's sticking to his lifestyle that he told her he had. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he now but now he's wanting to be with this other girl more. More than her. Well, and the next step is why don't we just live together? Uh-huh. Why don't we all move in together? Odd numbers never work out anyway. Oh, I know. Somebody's always going to feel left out. I know we were talking about that and not just with this just with thing, friends. but with friends. Mm-hmm. Odd numbers, yeah, it's like with girls and stuff, it never works out with friend girl friendships to be to have just threes. Three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh no, I don't. I mean, I guess it's a relatively. Do you have anything else to add to it? No, I, I don't. I mean, like 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 we went into. We're we're not. We are definitely not experts in this realm. I think that uh, it's it's just kind of a lot of assumptions and theories and once again based on the information we've been given from other people that have gone through it or are going through it um that that's how our our view on it was developed mm-hmm. so it, it's not any 
real world experience with it. And 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 we're not. We don't want to. We're not judging. I'm anybody not against that, it at all. Yeah, um, that is in those types of relationships, to each their own. Like I said before, um, but we just don't know enough. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I I know there's people out there that. that are currently doing it successfully. Mm-hmm. I don't know once again how sustainable that is. I mm-hmm. we we don't know. I think this is a still a relatively new publicized lifestyle. Yeah. And don't give me the one off <laughs> for the argument. Well, I know a guy that knows this couple. They've been polyamorous before anybody even knew what that meant. They've been married eighty five years. Okay, give me five more. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. Yeah. Don't give me the one example. Hmm. Um, for your argument. And I'm not saying that the argument doesn't exist. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. Right. And, you know, I, I, I think that, it, once again, if you get into it and you both are completely 100% honest with yourself and each other, that none of this about that type of relationship bothers you in any way, shape, or form, why wouldn't you be successful? Yeah. I just don't think people are honest with themselves or each other when they get into it. <laughs> They're full of shit. True. Yeah. And they try to fool themselves and they try to fool their partner out of fear of being alone. And ultimately, that's where you're going to find yourself. I mean, people lie to themselves all the time about their own relationships anyway. Yeah. With e- even just a, a monogamous relationship, people mm-hmm. people try to fool themselves that they're happy yeah. and they're not. And... I mean, to to try to be somebody that you're not, that's yeah, that's not good. Can't, I mean, like we talked, we talked about that last week. With I mean, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be yourself with your in your relationships too, and and know what you want mm-hmm. out of out of everything. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't have anything else to add, but mm-hmm. um, I think it was a relatively short episode really but um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed our i guess take on it kind of ish yeah (laughs) our completely uneducated viewpoint (laughs) right all right well um thank you all for listening don't forget to subscribe to our, our youtube channel like us on facebook follow us on instagram and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we'll talk to you next week thanks